welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Podcast. Each week, we interview the best and brightest in physical therapy, wellness, and entrepreneurship. We give you cutting-edge information you need to live your best life, healthy, wealthy, and smart. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be used as personalized medical advice. And now, here's your host, Dr. Karen Litzee. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Karen Litzy, and today's episode is brought to you by Net Health. So Net Health wants to talk about something important, patients and their outcomes, specifically how great it is when your whole practice is rallied around a solid outcomes management program. So if you love to nerd out on this kind of talk like I do, the best industry event around outcomes management is happening October 23rd to the 25th in Knoxville, Tennessee, and it's the Clinical Outcomes Summit. It is hosted by Photo, which is focused on therapeutic outcomes, but it's not just for photo clients, it's for everyone. And this year, big announcement, if you haven't heard in some of the other podcasts, there will also be motivating and inspiring keynote speakers, including my friend Michelle Colley from Performance PT and Daniel Lord from Crossover Health. And healthy, wealthy, and smart podcast listeners get a steep discount on the registration by using the discount code LITZY. And the whole pass is only $150, so go to OutcomesNerd.com to register and be sure to use the discount code LITZY. Okay, on to today's episode. Dr. Jenna Cantor is back, and she is hosting with her guests, Dr. Sanaya Gaza and Dr. Maria Muto. And today they're talking about how Sanaya and Maria started Physical Therapy International Service as students, the logistics around organizing a volunteer event abroad, roadblocks that they encountered along the way, and advice for those interested in following in their footsteps. So a little bit more about our guest today. Dr. Sanaya Ghazi earned her Doctorate of Physical Therapy from Columbia University with a focus on orthopedics and pediatrics. She holds a BA in Honors Developmental Psychology from NYU, where she completed a concentration in dance and published a scientific article on infant motor learning and development. She worked at clinical rotations, both outpatient orthopedic practices and acute care hospitals, gaining knowledge on high-level manual therapies and evidence-based exercises to help her patients return to the activities they loved. She combines her knowledge of how to rehabilitate low back, neck pain, TMJ, sports and dance injuries, along with a compassionate energy. She is also a certified yoga instructor and professional Indian classical dancer, She integrates yoga, asanas, breathing, guided meditation, and mindfulness exercise into her treatment sessions to enhance her patients' recoveries. She has a strong passion for service overseas and pioneered the first ever physical therapy international service trip to Spain with Dr. Muto. On to Dr. Maria Muto. She is a physical therapist based in Manhattan who specializes in orthopedics. She also received her doctorate of physical therapy at Columbia University where she began to analyze runners running mechanics. In recent years, Maria has worked with the athletic population as a personal trainer. She hopes in the near future to, her ta- to obtain her certified strength and conditioning specialist certification to practice both training and rehab with high-level athletes. As a physical therapist, Maria's treatment approach is a team-based between her and her patients. She believes that getting to know and involve her patients as much as possible within her care is the best way to optimize function. And she has now practiced in Italy and Spain. Overall, Maria is excited and eager to continue to learn more about the world and her profession by all of her experiences. So I want to thank Jenna for uh, focusing the attention on uh, on international uh, service 
and to focus her attention on these two budding entrepreneurs. So thanks so much to Jenna and to Sanaya and Maria for a great interview. Hello, this is Jenna Cantor. I am partnering as a host with Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. And today I get to interview Sneha Ghazi, Sneha Wave, and Maria Muto. And they are the creators of Physical Therapy International Service, which is PTIS, where they led the first ever international service trip in Spain, which is incredible. So I'm extremely excited to be interviewing these two. One, they're good friends of mine. Two, they're big go-getters. Literally, this wasn't any any teacher or any mentor telling them to create this service trip. This is something they just found a real hardcore desire to create from scratch. So this podcast is extremely valuable because they are going to be sharing exactly how they did it, maybe a little bit of obstacles, and then hopefully put a fire in your flame if you're considering doing something like this yourself. So the topic for today is very simple. It's just creating a service trip. All right, so first, Sneha, would you just mind just saying hello one more time so people can really hear your voice? Hi, I'm Sneha. Great, and Maria, would you do the same? Hi, I'm Maria. Perfect, all right. So first question, why did you decide to create a service trip? So we had multiple reasons to create a service trip, but two of the main reasons were one, we wanted to provide physical therapy services to a group of people in a different country who didn't have that opportunity already. So we chose a small town in Spain. They have no physical therapy services in that town and the closest medical services they have to travel quite far to obtain even basic medical services. So physical therapy is sort of a luxury treatment for them in that town. And these are also people who work high levels of labor. Um, They're agricultural workers. They do a lot of physical demanding work. So they end up having a lot of physical stressors. So um, that's one main reason. We wanted to provide a service to people who didn't have it. And then the second reason, our uh, main reason to join was twofold. The second one was to provide an opportunity for students to learn in a different setting. So this provides cultural awareness. This provides an opportunity for students to bring things outside of a classroom setting, even outside of a clinical affiliation setting where they have you know, a very structured environment into sort of the blue, in an environment where they won't have a chance to um, you know, readily look something up on the internet, but they have to think on their toes. They have to know how to modify a treatment. They have a licensed physical therapist there to guide them throughout to make sure everything is safe and everything is um, moving forward very well for the patient to have the patient's interest in mind. But it's to provide these students an opportunity where they're kind of thrown out of their comfort zone. That's excellent. So, okay, you started from scratch. How did you guys fundraise for this trip? So we had three separate events. These were happy hour events um, that we advertised um, to people that we knew in the local area to come hang out with us downtown, come out and support this service trip. Um, We had great turnouts um, the first two times. Um, It was so much fun to just gather with these people to help promote this amazing trip. Um, super supportive. It was it was a, re- a true gift, honestly. Um, so you know, we hope to continue doing this. 
Um, That's great. Um, yeah. That sounds so simple that you guys were just ab able to create these social nights and you were able to just make money from that. Was it difficult? Yeah. Just, just to follow up a little bit more, Maria. So was it difficult mm -hmm. putting together these fundraising events or was it rather simple? Um, well, the simple fact that we are housed in Manhattan kind of make it easy because there's so many opportunities to go out and explore the city. So, you know, between Sneha and I um, and our third member, we kind of were just thinking about um, you know, where do we want to be? Uh, thinking about the the audience that we were targeting, like young 20s. Um, let's think about the area and location. So we did our research. We contacted um, the coordinators of these local uh, areas that we were interested in and things, you know, led to another. We were talking about deals and we got really great offers and apparently our audience loved it too. So um, it wasn't really that difficult. You just have to kind of reach out and speak to the right person. That's great. I like how you say it. It almost sounds like boom, bada, bing, it happened. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you, you know, New York is a land of opportunities. So it is. you just put yourself out there and you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. So we learned right here, move to New York is, is a, a good suggestion. <laughs> so yeah. how did you choose a location then for your actual service trip? Say how you started to go into this a little bit saying all the benefits of Spain, but I'm, I'm sure you must have explored other locations as well. So would you mind telling that journey? So um, I actually had the wonderful opportunity um, before joining PT school to do a um, yoga shiatsu program where I got my yoga teacher certification um, in this very town. So the way I found that was I just looked up yoga um, teacher certifications in Europe because that's where I wanted to do it. And I know a little bit of Spanish, so I knew that that would be a little bit easier for me to mingle in with the the folks in the town and have a good time and get to know different cultures. So I chose Spain. I ended up going there, made some amazing connections. You know, the smaller the town, the lovelier the people in a lot of ways. Everyone is so humble in that town. Everyone is so open and warm and, you know, willing to let you into their homes and their town and their community, which is already so small to begin with. So I made some really good friends there. And when I was thinking about places, Maria and I were discussing that was one of our many options and it also was the one that flew the quickest for us because of that connection that I already had there. So it wasn't easy to do the communication and you know do the long distance back and forth emails, thousands of emails, thousands of things to coordinate, but at the end of the day that was the best route for us to go to because I already had been there before and I'd known that it was a safe place, the people were wonderful and I knew that this would benefit both the town and the students who are and the licensed therapists who are coming along with it to make it a safe working environment and a safe learning environment. So that's why we chose that. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Oh, it's so good that you knew that it was a safe area too, because I know for people traveling overseas, that would be a concern. So having that background with yoga, by the way, power to you being a physical therapist and knowing yoga. Wow, that's definitely giving you a leg up for sure. But being able to have that experience before that, that's great. What a, what a great way how your life kind of led you to creating something more in this area that you fell in love with through yoga. Now, how much did each student, because I'm thinking about money right now, okay? So how, you're how much did each student have to pay to go on this service trip? I know people are probably wondering this. We spoke about fundraising a little bit. So did you make funds to just cover everybody 100%? How did this work? And on that note, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with their answers. 
Let's talk about something important, patients and their outcomes. If you love to nerd out on this kind of talk like I do, the best industry event around outcomes management is happening from October 23rd to the 25th, and it's the Clinical Outcomes Summit. It's hosted by Photo, but it's not just for photo clients. It's a gathering of everyone who believes in the power of outcomes management to drive change for patients, clinicians, practices, and payers. And the best part, healthy, wealthy, and smart podcast listeners get a steep discount on the registration. The full summit pass is only $150. At that rate, go ahead and bring your entire team. Go to www.outcomesnerd.com and use the discount code LITZY. That's L-I-T-Z-Y. Hope to see you there. So um, because this was the first event, uh, we kind of hope that the next following will be similar into what the expenses were for this one. Um, But, you know, as a student, finances can be very difficult. Um, So you know, trying to keep that within our minds, um, we calculated a fare of 450 euros. um, That would be per student. Um, So kind of just thinking out the numbers, we were, you know, um, that's why we had those three fundraising events to try to cover for those costs. So, you know, we were planning accordingly. Um, We did tell the students, which we had three students with us and two licensed PTs, we did tell them that their airfare would be on, on them um, because we wouldn't be able to, able to cover that. Hopefully, as we grow as an organization, we will be able to, you know, create larger fundraising events and have, you know, even more money to, you know, help us move this um, opportunity along and help, you know, out the students um, or whoever's participating more so. Um, but for the first time, Um, that was pretty much what we had the students pay. So, you know, we'll see what happens in the future, but, um, it wasn't really that expensive when you look at a larger scale of what it actually could potentially be per person. All right. Selecting students and selecting mentors. I feel like this is almost like a raffle. You're like, who gets it? How did you do this? Was there some sort of like people wrote in letters and, and, and mentors? I mean. You were students at this time. So how many professionals did you know at this point to be able to pull in the ideal people to guide you over in Spain? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the PTs, the licensed PTs who came on this trip, the way we approached that was um, we emailed, texted, Facebook messaged, called, kind of in any way of form of communication to every licensed PT that we knew in our contacts list and then asked our friends to give us more contacts. We had many people show interest, but we knew that we were asking a lot from them because they weren't getting paid to go on the trip. All we were able to do was um, completely cover their living, food, transportation in Spain, which was the 450 euros that Maria mentioned, but we weren't going to be able to cover their airfare. So what these therapists had to do, and we are forever grateful for you, Patty and Michelle, for doing this. Um, we, they actually took off of work and paid their airfare to come to be a part of this trip. And the two therapists who came in were the ones who were able to give us a commitment the soonest and we knew that everybody who we reached out to was a reliable, intelligent and wonderful therapist who we knew would be an amazing form of guidance for the students and for ourselves because we were students while we went on the trip. So we knew that 
whoever came in and whoever signed our contract and said they were on board. And, you know, there were many who were very enthusiastic about this, but whoever came in first were those. And then oh, easier. Yeah. And then in terms of the students, we reached out to several schools. Um, we did not want this to be a school trip. Um, this, you know, never really was a school trip. This is an independent project. So we reached out to several schools outside of our own school. Maria and I go to the same school, but reached out to other students to make sure that we get a diverse group of people so we can learn from other schools as well. And we wanted everything to be a, a sort of from um, different pockets of of the states. So we were able to get three students from three different schools who joined in. A lot of people sent in their applications and we sort of chose based on, you know, their um, essay of why they wanted to do it and sort of their background and the classes that they had taken just to make sure that we had a diverse group of people, but single-minded in terms of what we wanted to accomplish, which was service and learning because it's physical therapy international service trip. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, this, that's how we chose everyone. And, you know, that was initially, we thought that this was a struggle, but we found very quickly moving forward that that was the least of our worries. It was easy to get those. Oh, that's so good to hear. Cause I mean, putting everything together from scratch is already enough on its own. Yeah. So that's great that that ended up being a smooth journey for you both. Now, what was your biggest obstacle? Because I'm sure you had many obstacles as you were putting this together. But what do, would you say is your big, biggest obstacle that you encountered? And how did you overcome it? Mm -hmm. I'm really glad that you are asking that question now, just because the last thing that you said kind of segues into my response in that starting from scratch is pretty difficult. So as students, you know, we're trying to think of who do we know? What do we know? Where do you know we want to go and how do we want to do this ourselves? Um, you know, as very ambitious PT students, we really tried to, you know, gung-ho and, and take sale with this, in which we did. Um, but that wasn't really easy to do because of who we are as just students um, and with the experience that we had um, at that given time, which, you know, was a decent amount of experience and, you know, led us to having this project follow through. Um, but I think, you know, we just had to kind of keep on rolling, keep on thinking, make sure that, you know, we had all of our grounds covered, um, you know, just having the trust in the people that we selected and which we did. Um, so I think that that was, was hard to kind of try to really piece everything together. Um, but, you know, we just kept on powering through. We just really wanted to make this work and we're so thankful that, that it did. All right, we're up to the last question, and this is just getting words of wisdom from each of you. What words of wisdom do you have for someone who's listening to this and goes, that's it, I want to plan a service trip now? What do you have to say to that person? Yeah, so there are many, many things that go into planning this trip. I'm going to tell you that it ends up being sort of a part-time job, especially towards when you get to the end of the race, when you're putting everything together. It took um, over a year and a half of preparation. Um, we had many obstacles along the way, like Maria had mentioned, but um, even through that, um, it did take quite a bit of time to put everything together. So I would say number one is make sure that you have a contact in the location that you want to do your service trip in. A, to make sure that this place is a safe learning environment and a safe working environment. And secondly, to make sure that logistically that you have a point 
person to get information from, to coordinate the patients there, to coordinate the simple things. And we had a wonderful lady, Elena, who did all of this for us while we were there. And kudos to her because if it wasn't for her, we wouldn't have been able to do this trip. Um, but she was a local who volunteered her time to wow. put together plinths, towels, pillows, sheets, dividers, coordinate the schedule of the patients, get together the schools when we did our educational workshops to coordinate the location, the projector, everything. That's we had her. Great. Yeah. So I would definitely say you need somebody like that in this location. If you are not yourself able to travel back and forth throughout the year of you or however long it takes for you to plan it to get there, um, you need to have somebody there. And the second thing is to make sure that you know how the money is going to play out from the beginning. So making sure you're very transparent with how much is food, how much is transportation, how much is living cost, how much are supplies, and then devise a plan of how you're going to make this feasible. Like Maria and I planned before we even got the location, we already started fundraising because we knew this was going to be expensive. So we put together the fundraisers, um, you know, three months before we even nailed the location down. So I would definitely say, Make sure that you have a plan financially um, to get everything together and make sure that the place is a, a good place to, to be in. And you will do wonders if you just have those two solid. Nice. Thank you. Maria. Um, so everything Miss Neha has said, totally feel the exact same way. Um, wonderful, wonderful advice. Um, but I think when you go abroad into another country, be very upset accepting um and welcoming to the new culture that you're in embrace where you are feed, mm -hmm. feel it feed it do everything that you can because at least from my experience these people are so welcoming um and just want to know about you as a person they're very intrigued that you're american and there's so many other ways that you communicate with people other than just words um, but i would advise for you to study up on the language um, in which that you're going to be treating in um, because it makes it a little bit easier, but there are other ways to, you know, understand people if you have that language barrier, but for sure, really try to, you know, embrace the culture that you're in. And I think that would really make the experience even more fulfilling. Um, so, yeah, that's great. I actually just thought of something. I'm wondering what Spanish phrase did you use the most there? Oh, um, I think because I was speaking so broken Spanish, like I was actually speaking more Italian. I think I would say like, siéntense, por favor, or like, or hola, or even sometimes chao, just because they say that in Europe. So, yeah, yeah. Um, or dolor, dolor, aquí, aquí, acá, wait, acá, yeah, or that's Italian. I don't know. Sneha was better at Spanish. <laughs> um, I think I used boca arriba the most, which is face up. It literally means oh, you know, right. upwards. Oh, um, yeah. But it means supine. And I had to say, I, I, I had to tell people, can you lay flat or lay on your back? And it was very difficult for people to understand this. So one of my patients who spoke broken English was like, boca arriba, senora. I was like, oh. You're like, muchas gracias. You saved me so much time. Thank you. It was like, oh, yes. Falda on Okama was not very well for me, but I love that. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sneha and Maria, for coming on. For anyone who is interested in starting a service trip, please reach out to Sneha or Maria. They are huge go-getters. I really, really appreciate you guys coming on here. This is extremely valuable. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank Bye. You. Thank you.
And a big thank you to Jenna Cantor for another great episode of the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart podcast. And also, of course, thank you to Sineha and Maria for sharing their experience of service trips, international service trips. So thank you very much to both of those wonderful women. And we've, if you are interested in learning more about them, you can go to pt.internationalservice at gmail.com. And of course, I also want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, NetHealth. So NetHealth is teaming up with Photo for the Clinical Outcomes Summit, October 23rd to the 25th in Knoxville, Tennessee. So if you want to learn how to use outcomes to improve your clinic performance, oversee quality, assess and mentor clinicians, understand patient sentiment, and market to referring physicians, then head to Knoxville for the Clinical Outcomes Summit. Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart podcast listeners get a steep discount. Use the code LITZY. The full pass is only $150. You can find out more at www.outcomesnerd.com. Thank you for listening, and please subscribe to the podcast at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media.